I don't even know when my dream of music began, but in this particular moment, it was 2015 and my ego had been crushed. I was in a place where I felt really hurt, yet relieved. Was this my golden ticket out of education? I got a letter saying they were restructuring and no longer needed my role. I could pitch an idea to them for a different role for a much lower salary, but I declined. I was essentially getting let go of my job as an assistant principal. I was embarrassed. I didn't want anybody to know. That year, for the first time in my professional life, I had felt ignored, unseen, invisible, and totally unappreciated at this particular school. It had been a toxic culture within the administration, and the majority of people I worked with felt that. It was a tough year for most of us. It was both the most rewarding and disappointing year of my professional life. I found myself in an emotional cage. Often when I go through hard experiences, I look back and try to find the silver lining. As I look back on my experience at that school, there are many wonderful things I learned, but the biggest thing for me was seeing students pursue their dreams of music at such a young age, making their ideas come to life. That inspired me. When I was little, I was always singing. My parents called me a little songbird. When I was about five, someone gifted us a very small keyboard as a secret Santa. I played it all the time. When I was 12, I learned how to play piano on a piano my sister-in-law inherited, and then she taught me Jessica's theme from The Man from Snowy River by me copying what her fingers were doing. I learned how to read music on the piano by putting a paper with the notes of each key on the keyboard and using it to play Moonlight Sonata. That's how I learned to read music. We couldn't afford piano lessons, and back then, YouTube did not exist, but I found a way to learn music. It's the thing I cared about the most, and I played piano every single day. When I got to college, I was inspired by a roommate named Tracy who played guitar and wrote songs. So I took a guitar class. I'll tell you her story sometime because she passed away within a month of knowing her, and she has influenced me more than I probably even know. In 2006 and 7, I made a homemade album with a couple of original songs and a bunch of cover songs. It went viral in Scotland amongst church friends while I lived there for a year and a half. Just before the school year ended during my year as an assistant principal, I wrote Dreamer and booked my first professional studio session to go record my song Painted, whose story and song is linked below. I also planned my first outdoor concert to help me decide what songs I would put on my upcoming album. Over a hundred friends and family drove considerable distance to attend my concert in the park, and I felt a renewed sense that I could go after my long-term dream of writing songs, making albums, and pursuing music. We moved to California on a whim that summer of 2015. My husband had just gotten his dream job in renewable energy, and I was eager to start a new chapter. He'd started a company making and selling vegan edible cookie dough, which was delicious, sold it in snack cups, and had just gotten a deal to roll out into a major grocery store chain. 
My dream was music, and his dream was renewable energy. We didn't have the resources to spend on both cookie dough and music. I kept finding myself at crossroads where I could choose music or something else. I wasn't afraid of failing at anything but music. Music was my most vulnerable place because every song that I write has a story behind it. Every story is a deep revelation about my life. Failing would have been too personal. I couldn't bear the thought, but I decided I would try it anyway. We let go of the cookie dough company and I began consulting for a couple of schools in the San Francisco Bay Area. The administrators treated me like I walked on water. They loved me and the teachers loved me and it helped me remember how much I have to offer. And I loved feeling so connected to the people I was working with. I was able to really make a difference at those schools. And it worked out perfectly for me because I could work three to four days a week consulting and then record and work on music the other one or two days a week. I worked on my self-titled album for the next seven months. Being in a studio making music is in the top three of the most invigorating and transcendent experiences of my life. In February 2016, I released seven songs, and I thought it was going to be a really exciting day, but it was actually a bit of a letdown because I was releasing it out into the ether with almost no one to hear my music except for a few friends and family. I didn't know how to move my music out into the world. I didn't know how to help it be heard. The same day of my album release, I was sitting in my living room wondering what to do next, and I wrote Personal Throne in three hours. It was everyone's new favorite. <laughs> it was an empowering song for me. Trying to make it into the music industry didn't seem like my path, but I didn't know any other path to try to go down. All I knew was I needed to do the work, but I was still scared. Shortly after releasing my album, I became pregnant with the due date of Christmas Day. I worried that having kids might be the death of my music dreams. I knew I had to make sure that didn't happen. I had a dream one night that my kids would be an important part of me progressing in my musical hopes and dreams. So I trusted it. We moved to Colorado a month before our baby was born. A week later, I wrote the song, It's Christmas Time. A week after that, I went to a studio and recorded it. See the song link below. It's one of my favorite Christmas songs. Six months after having my baby, I took him on the road with me and did a house concert tour doing 14 shows in 14 days across Idaho, Utah, and Colorado. Sometimes only one person would show up, which of course was another hit to the ego, and sometimes 40 people would show up. Either way, I knew it was good practice for me. I'm also learning the value of having my ego hurt. It helps me strip away the things that I unnecessarily identify with. I also knew that the hosts for my house concerts genuinely believed in me and my music. That meant the world to me. After a concert where only one or two people would show up, I would find myself coaching myself, saying, you can do this, Andrea. You've got this. It's all part of the journey. You Can Do This is a song I wrote thinking about someone I know who was going through an incredibly hard time but it has actually really helped me along my own path. Be sure to tap the link below to listen to that one. For the past five years, every day I would ask myself, 
why I wasn't writing songs and doing music. Every day for five years after that tour, I asked myself this. I had built a company to serve athletic adventurous women, and although I loved the product that I designed and brought to life, it wasn't music. Music is my soul. Music exposes the deepest parts of me. Music makes me feel the most myself. This song, Dreamer, is the song that kept reminding me to have the courage to pursue music. I would be working on my other company, Sweat Seat, and I would get out my guitar and just sing the song and cry. I would cry because I didn't have the courage to give up my company, but everything inside me asked me to do that. Three years later, after playing Dreamer on my guitar over and over and over, I hired a producer to help me bring the song into reality. It has become my blueprint for moving forward. It has been my guiding light the past five years. It has always encouraged me and never given up on me. It was just always there for me to cry and see if I was ready to pursue music and be okay with the potential of failing, whatever that means. I'm also just so thankful for my husband who loves my music and encourages me as well. The songs I write and the stories I tell want to connect with people. It's almost like they're alive. And I know it sounds really weird, but I swear it's like they beg me to bring them out into the light and get it outside of my Google Drive. No, they're not like literally talking to me, but they definitely have a life of their own and they just want to be free out of Google Drive and out of the four walls of my house and into your ears and into the ears of people that you know that could be impacted by them. You see, we're all just here to connect. And when we hear somebody's story validate our own, there's something really magical that happens. It's like we suddenly don't feel alone anymore, even though we might be in a crowd, we might be with other people, we might have family near us, and somehow, sometimes we still feel alone. But I guess my songs just want to be heard, maybe like all of us. Since my first son was born five years ago, I've started two companies, had three more kids, lost one, and moved two more times to different states. I have more vision for my music now than I ever have. After my twins were born almost two years ago, the floodgates of songwriting burst open and I haven't been able to stop writing since. I'm writing songs almost daily. I can see distinct ways my kids have influenced me to become who I'm meant to be. The last five years have been a magnificent metamorphosis. I am more open, free, liberated, and comfortable in my own skin than ever before. I don't worry about showing up imperfect on the screen. I'm just happy to be me. On Christmas Day of 2021, at 2 a.m., while I was awake with my three-year-old son, I gifted myself permission to pursue music and let go of Sweatseat. After all the resisting and all the fear, I knew that if I didn't, I would look back on my life and wonder why I didn't just give it my best effort. 
I have written over 150 songs and I can't seem to keep up with the flood of songs that continue to come. It's my dream to be in the studio recording on a regular basis multiple times a month. Every single song I write has a story. So I'll be releasing on a regular basis story and song videos. It absolutely means so much to me that you've listened to my story this far. And I guess of what I'm wondering right now is, what are your dreams? What's something that you've always wanted, but you've been too afraid to do? Please, is like, let me know in the comments below. We are in this together. Will you look back on your life and wish that you'd done that thing? As humans, we have this incredible ability to be able to see into our future and know how we might feel later on down the road. We're meant to create what we want this life to be. Let love lead the way and say thank you to the fear for giving you perspective. I would love it if you would just take a second to subscribe and hit the bell so you get notified when I put up a new video. Every time you interact with my video and my content, it pushes it out to other people and I would love for your help with that. I have no interest in fake subscribers. I want real people with thoughts and dreams and feelings to come hang out with me on my channels. Also, for your information, I'm very active on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, releasing bits of new songs regularly, so come on over and hang out. <laughs> Here's to being a dreamer. Shadow